Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. You're very welcome to a holiday special on LMFM Radio Christmas in Fingal with me, Jerry Kelly. Yes, we've lots of guests, features and music over the next couple of hours. And if you'd like to get in touch with us on the show, you can call in 1850-715-958 or text or WhatsApp me to 086-1800-658. And uh, Christmas in Fingal is brought to you today by age-friendly Fingal and Fingal County Council. And today's show is being broadcast simultaneously by our friends on Phoenix FM and Near FM. And I'd like to welcome all listeners to the show this morning. Now, again, it's a very special show at this holiday time. And as I said, the show today is brought to you uh, by uh, age-friendly Fingal and Fingal County Council. So no better way to start than with the boss woman herself. We do have uh, the boss of Fingal County Council, the CEO, Anne-Marie Farley on the line. Hello, Anne-Marie. Good morning, Jerry. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Look, uh, the uh, this time that we're living in, and I was having a look at Fingal's age-friendly strategy, as I'm sure you're well aware of. It was uh, produced in 2018 and it runs to 2023 uh, by your predecessor. And of course, you've taken on the responsibility for this. You talk about many challenges and opportunities. Anne-Marie, this last year, some challenge for you. Yeah, it's been it's been a difficult year for for us and for for the older people in particular in in the county. Um, Jim Glennon is the chair of our age friendly network, and I suppose we've been putting in a big effort to try and help the people in the county to live safely with COVID and try and keep well with COVID, and also to keep connected. You know, it's been so isolating for people where they haven't been able to to move out of their homes at times, and then you know even where they within the five kilometre rule, it is quite difficult for people to be removed from their families, etc. Um, a few things that we did, for example, was we did introduce some times in our parks so people could go to the parks um, to do their exercise um, safely. Um, and they were dedicated times for, for elderly people. 
Um, but I suppose we've learned more from from, from our citizens than we've than we've taught them for sure. Um, and we've had some great um, some great engagement, great fun. We've produced a few cocooning booklets, some activities um, took place online, and a lot of um, interaction between ourselves. You know, um, providing devices for people to communicate with their families and friends and then some um, training on the, in relation to that. So our own age-friendly coordinator, Louise Edmonds, very directly engaged um, to, with our nursing homes, for example, um, going into the nursing homes and helping people use these devices um, to connect with their friends and families. So mm. um, it's been a really good year from the perspective of people supporting each other. Yeah. A lot of volunteers out on the ground trying to help people, particularly where, you know, where people find it difficult to do their shopping, etc. So through the Fingal Community Forum, we've engaged with a broad network of agencies and individual volunteer groups throughout the county. The likes of the GAA have been a great help to us. Do you know where volunteers engage um, with the locals in their households and perhaps arrange to do their weekly shopping or yes. go to the chemist for them? Mm. So it's, it's been good in that respect, you know, good volunteering and great support for each other. Yeah, and, and like your role, as and we've seen it with the councils right around the co- uh, the uh, country and here in the northeast with Mead and Louth as well, has been more central to, to dealing with the pandemic and the crisis that we, we've come through. Look, uh, when I look at Fingal, and I've been having a good look at it the last couple of days, God, you have a, a, a very wide remit, haven't you, in terms of area urban and rural? Uh, when you look at the spread from Balbriggan in the north to Sutton in the south along the coast there that a lot of people are familiar with, but over to the west to Blanchestown and out into the rural areas of Gar- Garristown, etc. It's a big, big area with a big population. What are you, in excess of, what, 300,000 at this stage? Yeah, three hundred population of 300,000 or so um, and I suppose a very young population and then the likes of our North County towns perhaps um, having an older population. So we have to meet the needs of every of everybody um, and I suppose that was demonstrated through the community call, you know, where, yes. where people who needed help could ring the designated number. It's a free phone number um, and we were able to map those calls and I suppose the crucial thing for us was that we didn't miss anybody. Mm. So where we might have had a small number of calls from the rural areas, it was important to us that we did reach everybody that needed help in those areas. So that's where you had to link in with local community groups so that people knew, but, you know, could help us and get us to, to make contact with people who yeah. might have needed that additional piece of help, mm. particularly during the earlier, earlier part of the pandemic where it was all new to everybody. People didn't know how long it would last. People were were told to cocoon at home. So it was a very hard time for for vulnerable people where they were really relying on others to help them to get get through it. So, yeah, yeah, so it is a a very diverse county, but Mm. um, making sure we we reach every area of it is important. Yes, and and you're going to be called on again. It looks like I just mentioned there while we were uh, lining you up there that uh, uh, the Cabinet are meeting again today and we could be back into this severe lockdown again. So you've had a, you've experienced now to bring to bear this time round. We do. We have a good network right across the county. We have um, we have a lot of people who are willing to help. Um, all we really need to do is tell them what needs to be done and they get out and do it. So um, I think this time we know more um, about what, what's involved. I think people are better connected now. We've run a particular programme aimed at older people. 
so that they can keep safe and keep well and keep connected. So I think we're better resourced. That's not to say it's not going to be hard. Obviously, the months of January and February can be difficult months in any winter. So with the long, dark nights. Um, but, you know, we're all going to make a big effort to make sure everybody is included um, and to keep that communication open. That's really important. And through radio programmes like your own, you know, it's really important to that that people have something to rely on and mm. that they can get a bit of joy and a bit of enjoyment from too. Absolutely, absolutely. Look, you're doing a great job. You're heading up a big organisation with a, a large number of employees and a wide remit, as I said. But look, we wish you well coming into the new year, Anne-Marie. And we're going to be talking to a lot of the people you've referenced there over the next couple of hours on the show and touching base with them. May I wish you all the best for the new year. Happy New Year to you and all your staff and everybody in Fingal. And thank you for taking time to join us today. Very happy New Year to you too. Thank you, Jerry. Thanks indeed. That's Anne-Marie Farley there, CEO of Fingal County Council, the woman responsible for uh, keeping uh, everything in order and doing a great job, I have to say, there. This is a Christmas special on LMFM Radio, Phoenix FM and Near FM. If you want to get in touch with us on the show, 086-1800-658. You can WhatsApp or text me to studio here. Coming shortly, we're going to be joined by Orla Horn. She's the founder of the Forget-Me-Nots Choir, but taking us there... Yes, it's appropriate, isn't it? It's the wonderful Brendan Grace and the Dutchman. Dutchman's not the kind of man To keep his thumb jammed in the dam That holds his dreams in But that's a secret only Margaret knows When Amsterdam is golden in the morning Margaret brings him breakfast She believes him
Brendan Grace and the Dutchman and an appropriate song really leading into our next guest. Just reminding you, it's uh, Christmas in Fingal on LMFM Radio, Phoenix FM and Near FM this morning. Yes, the song is appropriate because the man himself, Brendan Grace, was there at the formation of the Forget-Me-Nots Choir. And that choir is based in the Fingal area and its founder is on the line. I'm delighted to welcome her to the show. Good morning, Orla Horn. Good morning, Jerry. How are you? <laughs> I'm really good. Uh, Brendan Grace, I'm sure many listeners today remember the programmes on television. They were so touching, really, really incredible. Aww. But you were there at the beginning. Tell us about the genesis of the choir. Well, what happened was I heard on the radio about uh, a choir based in New York called the Unforgettables. And it was a choir that had been started by a doctor who wanted to include people who had dementia, but also their carers. And I thought, God, that's a wonderful idea. And at that time, my mother had been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. She was 86. And we were kind of struggling as a family for thinking about things that we could do with her that would be fun and that would be kind of, you know, normal instead of bringing her places where, you know, she could be in kind of a daycare centre and stuff like that. And I thought, I wonder, is there a way where we could set up a choir or be part of a choir in Dublin that, you know, could have something like this? And it turned out that there was no such thing on the north side, 
But with the help of Fingal, um, Fingal Arts Office at the time and subsequently Fingal Community and Age Friendly in Fingal, they helped us get off the ground. They gave us a small grant and we just, you know, posted flyers in local doors and decided we wanted it to be a quality arts project from the very beginning. We wanted it to be a choir rather than a sing-song because there's loads of places you could go for sing-songs. And we hired a professional musical director um, who has since become Nora Walsh. She's been with us for six out of our seven years. And we just never have looked back. Like, it's just been an incredible journey for everybody. It's a wonderful story. And just to remind listeners that participants are drawn from the Baldoyle Sutton Hote neighbourhood, the local HSE daycare centres, Alzheimer's Society social clubs and local residential nursing homes. So you have a, a, a broad uh, base there of participants. But look, can I, can I say this to you? And this is an impression of mine, knowing the story and looking from the outside and thinking about the great Glenn Campbell. Song and music is something that stays with people, even though they may be struggling a little in the mind absolutely like what's been incredible for us like what started out for us was just wanting to do something that was normal and uplifting and what we learned and still learn all the time is just how important music is in in people's memories you know where we have a choir where we've introduced harmonies like Nora's a composer as well as a musical director so she actually writes harmonies for the old songs and it's mostly the old nostalgic songs that we sing and she does a new arrangement to them but what what we see is that the old people and particularly people who have any kind of a memory condition a memory loss condition they remember every word of these old songs mm. you know they love them yes. and you can see just how much it brightens their faces when they start to sing them and then for the carers who come with them and for people who are just elderly from the neighbourhood and, you know, they just love to sing, they love to take on the harmonies as well. And you have that blend of singing and just the reward that it gives everybody is much more than any one person puts into it. You know, it's yes. absolutely better than the sum of its parts. Mm. How have you been managing? Because Tuesday was your meet day, I know, in Baldoyle Community Hall. What have you done to try and get round this blimmin' coronavirus? Oh, well, honest to God, like, if it couldn't hit a demographic worse than it could hit the elderly, you know. Um, we were kind of, like, it all happened so suddenly, the lockdown happened so quickly, that back in March when we realised we couldn't risk bringing, you know, our, our vulnerable elderly together in such a small space, we decided, listen, we'll, we'll postpone rehearsals for the moment. And we learned then about Zoom, you know, just through people from their, their work lives. Yes. We thought, you know what, could we pull together a Zoom call? And even though our elderly, you know, would, would not be technically savvy by any manner or means, you know, could, with the help of their families and with the help of our volunteers, get them onto a mobile phone, get them onto a laptop or a computer, and with a little bit of support and a little bit of patience, get them Zoomed in so at least we could see each other's faces and, you know, we didn't really have much hope that we could keep any kind of level of singing going because Zoom doesn't lend itself to people being able to speak or sing at the same time. But what we discovered was that we could sing, if we kept everyone on mute, we could sing together and we could see each other's faces singing. And we could hear our musical director playing the piano and singing a main line or a harmony line and we could all sing against that. And we discovered that if we kind of kept our Tuesdays to a rehearsal type Zoom call and keep going with our songs, even with the difficulty of being 
removed from one another, that any kind of development or progress or lack of regress that we could make would be a benefit. And it turned out to be a social lifeline for people. And it turned out to be such an important part of their week that we actually decided to do a second call on a Friday. And we called the second call the Silver Linings Call, where we would have special guests appear, surprise guests. And we would feature, you know, a particular genre of music, for example, opera. And we would have an opera singer join us or jazz. And we would have a jazz player join us. And it's been phenomenal. It's like, you know, come into the parlour. <laughs> Brilliant. And all you can just see are these smiling faces, you know. So it's, it's, we've managed to keep socially yeah. together and kept very close to each other. But we can't wait to meet again in the hall. Oh, I'm sure. You're just looking forward. And like we have to say, despite the doom and gloom of restrictions more than likely being reimposed level five tomorrow, there is great oh. hope because the first vaccinations are being uh, given as we speak, started yesterday and will roll out. And it's particularly important to the vulnerable community, which the elderly are. Absolutely. And like we all have to have hope because the importance of being able to physically be together, the support that they give to each other, particularly people where the dementia is progressing. And, you know, the carers are in a very difficult situations where they have to make new decisions that are very hard decisions and very painful decisions. And because of the experience of the other members, people help each other. And the wonderful thing is that with our choir, because it's a blend of people with dementia, people who care for them, and people from the community, seniors from the community, um, all of our people whose spouse might have passed away or who ends up in a nursing home where at the moment you can't physically take them out, they stay in the choir. Yes. So it's still a wonderful outlet for them and we get to keep those wonderful people Ah, as part of the membership. You're great and you've done brilliantly, I have to say, in the circumstances. Well, here they are. They're playing in the background. We want to hear them. Orla, we wish you all well for the new year 2021. Please, God, you'll be back together soon. And this song sums it up. You will meet again. Thank you, Orla. (laughs) Thank you, Jerry. Happy New Year. Same to you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
there they are, the Forget-Me-Nots Choir, based in Fingal. And they are just superb. They really are. And uh, delighted to catch up with Orla Horn there, the founder. And uh, that song, of course, uh, synonymous uh, with uh, Vera Lynn, who passed away last June, aged 103. Yes, a fantastic, wonderful, wonderful lady. You're with a special on LMFM Radio this morning. Jerry Kelly with you till one o'clock. It's Christmas in Fingal and we are celebrating with the people of Fingal today and we have listeners with us in Near FM and Phoenix FM and you're very welcome to the show. Fingal right of course on the borders of ourselves here in LMFM Radio here in the North East and we have many listeners in the North Dublin area. I can vouch for that on late lunch each afternoon and I'm sure many are tuned in with us this morning on this special show. Now just before we move to our next guest, did you ever hear of a guy called the uh, Song A Minute Man? Well, it, it it's really, really brilliant and I recommend it to you. Songaminuteman.com, you'll see it all there. It's about Simon and Ted McDermott, f- son and father. And the father has Alzheimer's since 2016. But the son discovered, on taking him out for a drive in the car, he doesn't know his son. But when he plays music, the dad sings, let's have a listen. Tell me when will you be mine? Tell me quando, quando, quando We can share a love divine Oh, don't let me wait again Isn't it brilliant? Isn't it just brilliant? Ted doesn't know Simon. They don't know each other, the McDermott's. And there they are in the car driving along and when the song comes on Yes, quando, quando. The dad gets into it and sings away with his son. Isn't it just amazing? And what we were saying there a moment ago uh, to Orla Horn, that music and song is the last thing to go in the mind when uh, it is failing. Brilliant indeed. Check it out there, songaminuteman.com. Now we're moving on on uh, Fingal, uh, Christmas in Fingal this morning. And I'm joined on the line uh, by uh, the, um, hold on, I get my little notes here beside me, by Betty Boardman. She's the Fingal County Librarian. Hello, Betty. Good morning, Jerry, and good morning to your listeners. Thank you very much for joining me on the show today. Libraries, a great a resource for every age, but especially for people as they move on in years. Was it a, a, a facet of your library that lots of people of an age were using the facilities in and out, real users, face to face? Yes, absolutely. Before lockdown, yep. uh, people were coming into the libraries and using them face to face. But unfortunately, once we go in past level three, um, we have to reduce the services to e-services. So we can't have people coming in. But once we go into 2021 and more of us are vaccinated, Jerry, we will have people again in our libraries. Oh, you can't beat it. Like, I'm maybe a, a fuddy-duddy here, but I love the face-to-face stuff. Going in, meeting your librarian, browsing through the books and meeting others there as well. It's a whole social aspect of it. So what have you been doing? How have people responded to the new world of the online borrowing and books? They've responded very, very well. Um, because we're now in level five restrictions, as I say, we can't open the doors. But the good news is, is that there are plenty of services available for all ages on our virtual and digital platforms. So, for example, the electronic services available on the Fingal Libraries website at fingal.ie 
include books, magazines, newspapers, music streaming and language learning courses. And these are all available free of charge. And the magazines are particularly popular and include lifestyle and entertainment magazines like Hello, but also uh, current affairs titles like Time and The Economist, and also educational titles like New Scientist and National Geographic. And also, Jerry, if you want to catch up with local news, uh, the newspapers are there as well, such as the Fingal Independent and the Drogheda Independent. They're both available online. My word, it's at your fingertips. You don't have to go everywhere. Look at what's there. Anything in the world you want, you can access it. Now, great news for you, because two of your libraries have achieved age-friendly designation. Tell me about that. Yeah, we were delighted, Jerry, in 2019 when Rush Library and Malahide Library received the Age-Friendly Charter. So what happened there was that Age-Friendly Ireland asked each local authority to nominate one or more libraries to become Age-Friendly Libraries. And we nominated Malahide and Rush. And staff at these libraries received training in Age-Friendly principles. And very importantly, they consulted with older people who used the library to find out how we could make our libraries more user-friendly for older citizens. So what has emerged is an action plan, which covers things like improved lighting, enhanced layout, and more targeted targeted services for older people, such as healthy lifestyle talks, uh, book clubs, and computer classes. And then one of the things that we introduced um, is what we call magic tables, our tover tables. So a Tover Tafel is a wonderful piece of technology. It consists of a projector that displays preloaded interactive games and images onto a table. And the games have been specifically designed for older people and people with dementia. So, for example, you could load up images from a particular town or area and people can literally move them on the table using their fingers. Mm. So it can really help to evoke memories like you were talking about the the music and the songs. Yes. It's the same with these images. They can really help to evoke memories and people can work together moving the images around and have great fun in, in doing so. So again, unfortunately, because of the level five restrictions, we can't have people coming in to use them. But later in 2021, the Tover Tassel services will be available for people to use. Great. Is necessity really the mother of invention? That's for sure. It Tell me, uh, it really is. And this has come through in this last year all over the world and in Ireland too. And Fingal, of course. Tell me about uh, membership of a library. How do people join? If people are listening today and they're not members and they hear about the wonderful resource you are and what they can access, what's the drill? How do they become involved? Well, it's never been easier, Jerry, to join your local public library. So all you would have to do, um, if you live in Fingal, for example, go on to the Fingal website, fingal.ie, and just follow the links for the libraries and just fill out your details. And you can start to use the e-services straight away. You can also go on to the Libraries Ireland website, which is libriesireland.ie, and follow the same procedures there and you'll be able to use the e-services, the e-audio books, the magazines, the newspapers, pretty much straight away. And then once restrictions are lifted and we are reopened again in 2021, people will be able to borrow books from their nearest branch. But can I also say to you, Jerry, that there are a lot of people who obviously can't leave their homes at the moment. And one of the things that we have done in response to the COVID-19 pandemic is the cocooning library service. So for any of your listeners who are cocooning or who are limiting their movements, Fingal Libraries can deliver books directly to their door free of charge. 
and all the person has to do is to make contact with us and let us know what type of books they would like and one of our library uh, drivers will make the delivery. So by type of books, I mean it might be, for example, crime fiction or historical yeah. fiction or something like that. We can't always guarantee to get a specific title. Mm. But once somebody tells us the sort of books that they like to read, we can uh, make a delivery to them. So to date, we've made uh, 300 deliveries of about 4,000 books, and we have about 166 cocooners who we are delivering to Fantastic. on a regular basis. Oh, the feedback you're... we're getting from people is just really, really positive. I'm not surprised. You're great. Yeah. That's a great so I, service. I can give out the contact details Go on, for that. go ahead. Yep. Yep. So the Cocooning Library Service can be contacted at 01 890 6719 or 01 860 4290 or you can email us at cocooning.library at fingal.ie and the service reopens on the 4th of January. Fantastic. Well done. You're great. You really are and you provide such a key service. Just before we finish, question, Christmas time, uh, this might seem like the obvious. Do you ever get a book as a Christmas gift being a librarian? Oh, I would, yes, from time to time. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, I'm reading a very good book at the moment. Um, it's called House of Music, um, which is all about the Kanye Mason family in the UK. Um, one of their sons performed at the wedding um, of Maggie, Megan and Harry. And that's a really, really good book for anybody interested in music um, okay. as to how to bring up a family totally surrounded by music and um, produce wonderful musicians at the end of it all. House of Music. And was that a gift this Christmas time? That's one I actually got from the library, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't going yeah. to get Lee Child, were you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not this time around. <laughs> anyway, look, you have a lovely job and you're doing a great job with all of your teams in the libraries across Fingal. And I know people really appreciate having the resource, the wonderful resource that you offer to them in person, which will come back, please God, later in 2021, but online. And as you said, that very important cocooning library. We'll mention the numbers again, I promise you, throughout the show, uh, Betty. Thank you so much. Happy New Year to you and all your crew. And many happy returns, Jerry. Thank you. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. That's Betty Bye. Boardman there, Fingal County Librarian, a wonderful, wonderful lady. Bridie O'Neill from Blanchestown Senior Citizens Group is on the line. Hello, Bridie. Good morning, Jerry. How are you? I'm really good. It's great to catch up. I'm going to give a little secret away about yourself and myself. When I rang this woman a few days ago, she was out and about delivering gifts to friends in the community. You're a wonderful lady, I believe. Your friends love you. Well, I do my best, Jerry. That's all you can do in these hard times. Yes. You do your best. You've got to make sure that a lot of the senior citizens are safe to check on them now and again and just make sure they're all right. And just because the club was closed due to the circumstances, I just went around and gave them all the Christmas gifts as they usually get from the club. There you are. You weren't be to be denied by a, a virus or, or anything else. Tell me about Blanchestown Old Folks Group. H- how long have you been involved there and, and what happens? What do you do? Oh, I'm about what? 40 years, 45 years involved with them. I started with them. I started with them. And we went from strength to strength as things got better. We used to collect a few bob and we used to go out on outings. And I used to bring them to knock uh, Sundays, get them out of the house for the day and go for a meal with them on the way to knock. 
so, and then we go to the shows. I used to bring them all to the Gaiety, to the Tivoli, to the Christmas pantomime. When Nathan Carter, you see, we're young at heart. When Nathan Carter would be on a show, we'd be there, Mike Denver. We never left any of them out because we're not really old folks. We're just there where it might be a bit older, but however, we're the young ones at heart. Young at heart, Bridie. Oh, I know that with you for sure. And that is the thing. It's all in the head, really. You know what I mean? You have to get the perspective on, on life right, no matter what age you are. Tell me this. You're a lollipop lady, somebody tells me. Are you still working away, guiding the children safely across the road? Well, to tell you, Jerry, the children, you have no idea. Talk about the senior citizens, the young ones as well, keep me going. They make my day. They yeah. make my day. It's nice. I always say to them going into school in the mornings, you're never fully dressed without a smile. Oh, and, and I dress up every Christmas for them for the whole month of December. I put a different costume on me every morning just to give a little something back to them, what they give to me. I know this because you're famous. You really are famous. Tell listeners, where, where are you, uh, uh, Lollipop Lady? Where, where do you work? I'm up at St. Mark's School in Clancilla. Yes. Lovely, lovely. And the children give to you. You get from them and you give back, of course. And it's the meaning of generations, Bridie. That's true. And I do tell them little stories about when I was young. Yeah. And I do say, as they're very lucky children today and what you get. Very good. And on that note, Jerry, I would really like to thank Louise Edmonds and the staff of Stingall County Council for the way they looked after us from going back in the beginning in March. They made sure that everybody was looked after very well, kept in contact, sent out exercise books to us all to make sure that we kept fit and done things. If they can't get out for a walk, if the weather is too cold, I tell them just to do a few exercises in the house. If they only put their arm over their shoulder and go over their head with it and up and down on a chair, just to keep this. It's very important that they keep moving if we're locked down again. Absolutely. And Louise, you mentioned there, will be with us a little bit later on in the show and I'm looking forward to talking to her. Well, Bridie, we wanted to say hello to you today. Wish you a very happy new year and thank you from all your friends and from the children at St. Marcus for all you do for them and the brightness you bring to their lives every single day. You're a wonderful, wonderful woman. And guess what I have lined up? This is for you. Here he is, Mike Denver. Bridie, God bless you. Thanks very much, Jerry. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 It's knowing that your door is always open and your path is free to walk. That makes me tend to leave my sleeping bag rolled up and stashed behind your couch. And it's knowing I'm not shackled by forgotten words and bonds And the ink stains that have dried upon some line That keeps you in the back roads by the rivers of my memory That keeps you ever gentle on my mind It's not clinging to the rocks and ivy planted on their columns now that binds me Are something that somebody said because they thought we fit together.
together walking It's just knowing that the world will not be cursing or forgiving When I walk along some railroad track and find That you're moving on the back roads by the rivers of my memory And for hours you're just gentle on my mind And the highways come between us And some other woman crying to her mother Cause she turned and I was gone I still might run in silence Tears of joy might stain my face And the summer sun might burn me till I'm blind But not to where I cannot see you Walking on the back roads By the rivers flowing gentle on my mind Soup back from the gurgling, crackling cauldron in some train yard. My beard a ruffling cold pile and a dirty hat pulled low across my face. Through cupped hands round a tin can, I pretend to hold you to my breast and find. You're waving from the back roads by the rivers of my memory Ever smiling, ever gentle on my mind Yeah, the brilliant Mike Denver there, especially for Bridie O'Neill, isn't she a wonderful lady? Salted the earth woman, that's for sure. And a cover, that of course, of the uh, Glenn Campbell original. You're with LMFM Radio, Near FM and Phoenix FM. Holiday special Christmas in Fingal with me, Jerry Kelly. Moving on in the show. Yes, it's a beautiful part of the world, Fingal. I'm very familiar with the coastal areas, I have to say. And maybe across to the west of Fingal as well, the Nall, Garristown, that type of area. Area, but from the coast, Balbriggan right down to Sutton. I've enjoyed many happy days there. And one of the most beautiful little towns in Fingal is Lusk. And I'm joined uh, by the Secretary of Lusk Heritage and Tidy Towns, Pat Kelly. Morning, Pat. Good morning to you and a happy new year to you and everybody. And let's hope it's a good, healthy one this in 2021. Indeed, and may it bring more success to Lusk because you people know how to win in the National Tidy Towns because you have picked up the bronze medal not once, twice, three times, four, but on five occasions. Last time in 2019. Hey, Pat, will you let us all in on the secret? How do you do it? (laughs) Well, we're a very dedicated little group of people. Not an awful lot of us, but... um, the people in the village, we, we rely on them to do their little bit and rally round and they're very good at giving us a few bob to keep us going as well. 
and uh, Fingal County Council, of course, are very good. They collect the bins, they do the rose beds, and they prune them when they need doing. And then we ask all the business people in the village to um, do their bit. So if everybody does their little bit, I think um, it all wins. And we all um, we have little projects that we want, best garden competition, best shop front, best business premises. And uh, then we do our own Christmas cards, which we've been doing for 28 years. And they go all over the world, as far as Mexico and everywhere, all Brilliant. over America. Lots of people emigrated, and um, I think they like to have a little... A little bit of home on their mantelpiece. Yes, that is a fantastic idea because we were only talking about this on my show late lunch before Christmas and the tradition of the card, it still is alive and well and it's great to hear that you're keeping in touch with expats. But here's the other thing about Lusk. We do know, look at you're uh, an, an ideal place to live, uh, if I may say, in, in Ireland and it's growing all the time. I take it that presents its own challenges in being tidy and competing at the very top of the tidy towns as the growth continues? Well, the builders that have moved in, I must say, have done a great job pre- uh, presenting their, you know, new estates. And yeah. um, McGarry and Riley, um, they did a great job when they when they moved in because every house they built, you could see our lovely he- uh, Lusk Heritage Centre, which I'm the key holder for and have been for many, many years. And I get lots of people uh, from abroad coming to see the Lost Heritage Centre and I hope you will come too one day. I would love to go and see it and yeah. I, will, I will keep, <laughs> uh, you, uh, you can keep me to that promise, I will. But what you're saying is that when development happens and new people arrive, they buy into this philosophy as well. Well, they do. And I mean, there's, there's lovely young people moved in. Lusk has become a young person's place now with um, lots of new children all coming up and mm. joining the school. And now I find that um, we did a little booklet on the history of Lusk. And I find that a lot of the um, students are coming to get the book to do projects on the on the village and on the tower, which we so much history around here yes so it's nice to see that and it's nice to meet the new people Mm. and of course our talk on the square it has the hands crossed welcoming the new people when they moved in around in the you know the early two two thousands so uh, we all hope that they settle very well in Lusk mm. and uh, mm. I'm always here to give them a help if needed. Well, Pat, if you're anything to go by, the welcome, uh, there's a huge Cade Mead of Halter for everybody. The tower you mentioned there, of course, it's a landmark in Lusk. But tell me about the Barnwall family and that connection. Well, the Barnwalls came in from Brittany and they were the knighted people of the area and they owned a lot of land all around uh, Fingal. And I was very lucky... Well, I was very privileged to meet Sir Reginald Barnwell from Australia. And he was the 13th baronet of the Barnwells. And we kept in touch for over 25 years. And he gave me all his paperwork and uh, his newsletters and the books that he wrote. And I have them all together. And at some stage, I would pass them on for somebody to have as a collection and to read all about the Barnwells. There was a long, long history there. But we have up in the tower, which these um, effigies were originally in the uh, medieval church, and um, they were moved into the tower many years ago for protection. So um, that's where a lot of people come to see to see them, you know? Yes. And I'm also involved in the... Um, 
Uh, let me see. The Fingal County Council did a beautiful book. I just want to mention this, if I may. Yep. It was the Memory Makers book, and they asked senior citizens and people that were cocooning to write stories. And um, the the book is absolutely fantastic. And all the stories and all the pictures of the people wrote it, and the little poems as well. It's absolutely beautiful. And then, of course, we have the Age Friendly. Mm. They gave us competitions this year to do, which I must say, uh, one of them was very challenging. We had to write um, about growing up, um, teenage years, and also um, adulthood. So we put all them, wrote all pages on that, and then we had to put pictures beside them. So that was quite challenging. We're up and down in the attic and... With the family were looking at them and seeing how funny we looked years ago. Well, maybe not funny, but the different. <laughs> different, uh, different, of everything. course. Yeah, and <laughs> really an autobiography uh, assignment for everybody and something, you know, that attention was turned to that mightn't have been in normal circumstances. Look, Pat, just wanted yeah. to acknowledge your wonderful work with Lusk Heritage and Tidy Towns. Keep it up and we'll be keeping an eye on the Tidy Towns next year. And uh, my money's on Lusk being in there yet again. Thank, Thank you for joining you. me on the show. Happy New Year to you. And to you too. And thank you very much for ringing me. Not all at all. You're welcome. Take thank care. You. That's the wonderful Pat Kelly there from Lusk Heritage and Tidy Towns. You're with a Christmas special on LMFM Radio, Near FM and Phoenix FM. Christmas in Fingal. We're celebrating the county on their, this special show today. We're heading to News at 12 and we're handing you back to Phoenix and Near listeners if you're listening there for the moment. But we'll be back after 12 with another hour focusing on... Fingal uh, kicking us off you know him well Jim Glennon will be with us just after noon on the show and we've a competition for you we've a wonderful book to give away you know him well Terry McCoy former owner of the Red Bank and author of St Patrick's Plate the book is brilliant we have five copies to give away we'll tell you all about that when we're back after 12 o'clock You're with Christmas in Fingal, a holiday special here on LMFM Radio and being broadcast simultaneously by our friends on Phoenix FM and Near FM. Welcome to the show if you're just joining us and if you've been with us for an hour or so, you will have heard lots of chat and music and uh, more besides. And that's to continue for the next hour or so up until one o'clock. We have a competition for you. I have a lovely book to give away. He's joining us a little later. Terry McCoy from the Red Bank in Skerries. He's author of St. Pat. Patrick's played a wonderful, wonderful cookery book and we have five copies to give away. I'll tell you about that in a few moments' time. But continuing our show today with a well-known man and he's been a good friend of mine for many a year appearing with me on Late Lunch on LMFM Radio here. He's a former rugby international, TD, businessman, consultant and now chairman of the Fingal Age Friendly Alliance. Jim Glennon, it's great to hear you again. Good afternoon, Jerry. Great to be with you again. It's been a while. Ah, it's been a little while indeed, and there's been a lot of water under the bridge. Hey, Jim, tell me this. When you're running out on the rugby pitches there, Scary's man you are, born and reared, began with the oval ball there, went on to represent the province's country. Jim, can I say this to you? You hear it all the time. Where do the years go, Jim? Do you ever feel like that? I prefer not to ask that question too often, too often Jerry. You, you might not always get the answer if you like. Are they flit by though, don't they, Jim? There's no doubt about that. Absolutely no doubt. Uh, 
But uh, life is good. You, you you take each day as it comes, Jerry, and you make, and you make the most of it. And uh, if you do that, I think you can have few complaints. And Jim, you were really someone who faced his mortality in recent years. You had a major cardiac incident, and you're somebody who can speak from experience. You're lucky to be here chatting to me today. Well, I'm always lucky to be chatting to you. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Every, everybody says that about you. <laughs> but you, you, you had, you came through a tough personal time yourself. Yeah, I had a, uh, what you refer to as a, a, a cardiac incident. Uh, I was lucky to survive. It happened on the 29th of August, 19, uh, sorry, 2018. Uh, and uh, luckily enough, uh, I got through it. Uh, I was... Uh, I won't go into the detail, but uh, th- there were uh, there was a, 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 an extremely fortunate set of circumstances that came together, uh, not least the uh, arrival of a nurse uh, on the scene, and uh, uh, between one thing and another, uh, the, her wonderful help and the great help in of the, the, the cardiac staff in the Matter Hospital uh, and, of course, subsequently the support of my family and friends. I, ma- I, ma- I managed to get through it and uh, normality has returned, I'm glad to say, and it's it's a new normality, but uh, it's normality again. Ah. And, uh, I'm delighted to have come through it. Oh, yeah, well done to you. You've come through a lot and it's great uh, that you have that experience behind you and can look forward again. Now, tell me about this role you have here. You're chairperson of the Fingal Age Friendly Alliance, Jim. And uh, that began, I mentioned earlier on in the show, in 2018 with a strategy and it runs through to 2023. Is this something of a moving feast that you're always looking at? You don't develop a strategy and leave it there, I take it, Jim. No, as you say, it's, it, it's a moving feast. Uh, I've been involved uh, since early 2019. Uh, Paul Reed, the currently the chief executive of the HSE, uh, was the chief executive of Fingal County Council at the time. Uh, it had been in existence for a few years under the chairmanship of my good friend Nora Owen. And Nora was stepping down from the chair and Paul was looking for a chair and he asked me to take it on. Uh, It's a voluntary position. Uh, It's really coordinating and supporting in every every possible way all the great work that's been done by the council staff led by Anne-Marie Farley and uh, Louise Edmonds, whom you're speaking to later on on the programme, who really work very hard and uh, this is it's the usual thing to say I suppose at this time but I have been hugely hugely encouraged by the the not just the work rate but the commit the commitment of everybody in the council from Anne-Marie and Louise uh, right through the council it's not just passive involvement uh, of something that a box that needs to be ticked or something that needs to be done. They're totally committed, and as are their colleagues, to making Fingal a better place for the over 55s. That's the age cohort that we're involved with. Uh, and really my role, obviously it's a voluntary one, it's uh, not full-time at all, but uh, it's, I, I have no difficulty giving my time and expertise in support of 
just a great team of professionals who in turn uh, are just really active on the ground right across the the county of Fingal. Growing up, uh, I was always told that Fingal extended from the Talca to the Delvin. There's one for you, Jerry. <laughs> yes. That, that, that'll test your geography. <laughs> <laughs> right. the, the, the Talca to the Delvin was the, the, the ancient definition of Fingal. I'm a very proud Fingalian and come from a long line of Fingalians. Uh, but uh, Fingal now, the administrative area of Fingal, the local authority area of Fingal, I refer to it now as the Old Triangle because you have Balbriggan at the apex and you go down the east coast to Holt and you go down the county boundary with Meath as far as Blanchardstown. And then there's a, 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 a roughly a, a line across from Blanchardstown uh, to Holt. And that is the Fingal area. It's a massive area, a population of 300,000, with one of the biggest industrial uh, plants, in the, uh, probably the biggest industrial plant in the country, uh, in Dublin Airport, yeah. uh, plant firmly at the, at the centre. And uh, Fingal County Council is a new council. It's only in existence uh, just old 25 years. And it is, I have no hesitation in saying, and I'm looking at it from the outside, looking in, it's probably the most progressive and most professional uh, local authority in the country. And I say that with no disrespect to uh, to counties Meath and Loud. But Fingal County Council is an absolute pleasure to work with. The old days of the council being seen as a negative on anything that was proposed uh, in any locality. That's long gone. All councils now are solution-driven. They yeah. want to bring people on board. They want they want to create solutions that work for the community, and th- that's the basis of what we're doing in the Age-Friendly Alliance. We bring all the stakeholders together. Just off the top of my head, we have the HSE, we have Angarda Siakana, we have Healthy Ireland, we have Alone, we have Fingal Older People Council, we have Flexibus. We, and, the, and we have immediate access at our monthly meetings to all the various departments of the Fingal Council. So the old days of writing to the council trying to get something done are going to, to your local county councillor to try to get something done. We're now dealing with top-class professionals who are fully committed, and in our instance, they're fully committed to the over-55s. And we sit down at the moment, obviously, it's virtually uh, uh, on the first Monday of every month, and we speak about the issues that are facing, maybe facing one particular organisation, and all the others come in around and try to see how they can support that particular organisation and how we can produce a, a solution that works uh, for everybody. It's great and to it, hear that Jim it really is, it's encouraging to hear those words because that is a real change that was required and it's great to hear it's happening in Fingal. Besides the airport I was just looking, you know it yourself, the agri-food sector, you know Country Crest Sam Dennigan's, Donnelly's, the whole lot there, huge part, uh, you know the Garden of Ireland I often look at, growing our fruit and vegetables there, another big part of what you do and Jim the other thing I wanted to say to you, here's a great opportunity now for the Fingal area to have their own GAA team, Jim. <laughs> yes, uh, well, there would be those. Uh, I'm, I'm not, as you know, I'm not a... a, a, a <laughs> GAA isn't my, isn't my first sport, 
But uh, I was reared in a Fingal when it was a rarity for any Fingal player to make the Dublin team. And at, at times there were, even in years gone by, there were people saying that Fingal should field their own team because the Dublin selectors never gave any of the good players a chance. But uh, I'll... I, 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 <laughs> I'll take a politician. <laughs> I knew. I, I knew. I knew. And, and, and I won't. Answer, but I will. Can I? Can I? I will say something, Jerry. Right. And uh, this is. I'm, I had intended saying this anyway, but you have brought me into it nicely. The work of the GAA, yeah, nationally and particularly in Fingal, in the last ten months has been phenomenal. Mm. And when we think of the GAA. Uh, we think of Croke Park and we think of our local pitches and what happens uh, on those pitches. But what the, what, what the GAA does uh, in not just rural Ireland, right across Ireland, top to bottom, urban, urban and rural, mm. what the GAA contributes to the fabric of society in every single locality is quite remarkable. Yes. And the manner in which they stepped up to the plate uh, in March of last year and really went into the community uh, on a one-on-one -on -one basis yeah. uh, and provided support services was quite remarkable and is a huge testimony to who they are and what they represent uh, in in Ireland. Yes. And I, I can tell you, on our, uh, Anne-Marie Farley, the CEO earlier, referred to the Fingal Community Care Forum. Uh, John Costello, who's the Secretary of Dublin County Board, the GAA, a very, very busy man, uh, takes time out every week uh, at, at one stage to be at that meeting, on that Zoom call, and to make his contribution on behalf yes. of the GAA. Oh, they've and done brilliantly, Jim. They really have, have right done, across the country. Yeah, and I, I would say that it couldn't have... The, the effort, the, uh, the national effort couldn't have been done without the GAA and I just oh, that's well that. said and lovely words to finish today anyway I threw you a curveball there and uh, uh, I got the answer I expected Jim listen keep up the great work with the age friendly strategy and being chairperson of Fingal Age Friendly Alliance it's great to catch up with you today and we'll talk soon we won't leave it as long again Jim Great to talk to you, Jerry. Happy New Year to you. Many Thanks happy you. returns to you too, Jim, and all of yours. Thank you for taking our call today. That's the wonderful Jim Glennon there joining us on our special show today. Christmas and Fingal coming to you on LMFM Radio, Near FM and Phoenix FM. Let's move on on the show and catch up with another very important woman because she is chairperson of the Fingal Older Persons Council. Bridie O'Reilly, hello. Hello, Jerry. It's a privilege to be on your show this morning. Um, yeah, you're right. I'm chairperson of the Fingal Older People's Council. Um, I lead a group of 22 volunteers and we represent the towns and villages in Fingal. Um, and people, be, you know, on your show have mentioned the, the spread of Fingal from Blanchardstown to Balbriggan, um, down as far as Houghton, Sutton and all of that. So, um, so our purpose is to progress the issues that uh, are raised by older people um, in relation to housing and health and communication, transport and environment, all the important issues that people have. And we do this because each one 
of the 22 people represent a group in in their own community. Yes. And, and the issues then are brought to the Older People's Council. Uh, they're discussed there and when they're seriously big issues then they're brought to uh, the Age Friendly Alliance and you, we just heard um, Jim Glennon speaking. He's the chairperson of that. So we are the voluntary strand of the Age Friendly um, programme in Fingal. And... Uh, we're supported by the Fingal County Council and the programme is organised by our programme manager, the lovely Louise Edmonds. And she's God, I can't wait to talk to this woman because she's been <laughs> she's been made a Mentioned saint here time, so yes. many times on this show already today. I'm now in trepidation speaking to her. I don't know what I'll say to her, but I, I do. I'm only joking. She's she's a great lady, and I I do know that. She but just she works tirelessly yes. on behalf of older people. She works for and about us. And, and yes, yeah, you, you. Yeah, I'm looking forward to chatting to it. Just before we finish, I want to ask you this. You mentioned yeah. there, you know, uh, who you represent, the 22 people, all the areas yeah. in Fingal as well. Yeah. Do you feel now that you really have a voice that you may not have had in the past? Oh, we do. We have a voice. Not only that, but we, we're meeting on Zoom and uh, and we, con- we will continue to meet on Zoom in uh, the new year, please God. And all this came about as a result of COVID, as you know. Yeah. And uh, we couldn't meet and groups couldn't meet. So we haven't been doing an awful lot of work. We did have an issue with a broadband company and uh, we brought that issue. We wrote to the company and that has progressed. Now, I wouldn't say that the Older People's Council in Singal solved the problem, but we certainly were part of the solution. Yes. Um, for that. So um, as chairperson then I attend the National Older People's Council because we are one of 31 in, in the, in the yeah. national frame of things and I'm also on the National Housing Committee Yes, so you have that link to the national organisations yes. and it works both ways. You bring to there, yes. take back from there and engage yes. as well. But look at yes. Zoom or in face, you have that voice and you're getting that voice all the time. I hear what you're saying. Listen, yes. I'm going to leave it there with you, uh, Bridie Zev. Another of your colleagues on the line, I want to have a quick word. Thank you for oh, joining me. Thank you so much, Jerry. Now, it was great chatting to you. you and too. thank you so much for highlighting Fingal. Great Not place at to all. live and great place to grow old. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining me. Bye. Happy New Year. Take care. Bye. Happy bye-bye. New Year. You bye-bye. 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 That's Bridie O'Reilly there. Now, a colleague of Bridie's is Peg McManus. Hello, Peg. Hi. How are you, Jenny? I'm really good. Well, can, can, I, can I tell them how young you are? <laughs> 81. <sighs> and I'm 82. Good woman yourself. And you are so active. Listen, I was having a look at you. You're a, yes. a YouTube sensation. Do you know that? <laughs> you are. <laughs> I'm not joking you. You are. I was looking at them. My name is Rose from Fingal. Oh, you made a lovely series of little videos, didn't you, earlier on in 2020? I did, absolutely, yes. I thought it would be nice to balance the awful news that we were getting on the media was frightening the life out of people. Mm. Um, and so, also, I thought at the time of COVID, when, when you're isolated and you're faced with something like COVID, you begin to think about life and death. <laughs> and um, I think it's really important uh, that we begin to get... I wonder if it occurred to me very important to get your affairs in order. Mm. 
And before uh, the COVID, we were going to have a conference uh, organised by the Irish Hospice Foundation on Think Ahead. It was a booklet they produced about, uh, you know, getting your affairs in order. So I based some of the videos on that. And I also had this Zoom funeral. (laughs) And my uh, theme song was put some soap on your arse and slide backwards up a rainbow. (laughs) I remember Rosaline Lenehan singing that with Gay Barn on the Late Late Show, didn't she? That's exactly right. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. That still sticks in my mind. uh, But that is very important. And also, Jim Lennon has just been on before. We uh, we had a Zoom meeting with him from the Age Friendly, which I think is a fantastic title, Age Friendly. Mm. And we put a proposal... uh, of having a card with do not resuscitate, like a donor card. Yes. And, you know, you can carry this card with you. And if you go into hospital, you can say do not resuscitate unless there's a, a good chance of my survival. Yeah. Now, funnily enough, I was listening to BBC this morning, and that's what they were discussing. The fact that there's nothing like that. There's no joined up thinking. While you may have told everybody you don't want that, when you get into hospital, nobody knows. Yes. So So one of the things I would say, just to start, is tell your GP that. Mm. So what you're saying to me is, you're very practical in terms of, you know, uh, your situation at the moment, looking ahead, what your wishes are. All that stuff is in your mind all the time. But look, tell me before we finish, because the clock is going to beat me here. How are you today? How are you feeling, Peg? Do you feel lonely? Do you feel alone? Are you worried? Are you concerned? How are you? I am magnificent, thank you. Good. (laughs) Good woman yourself. And I'll make a magnificent, healthy corpse. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you you have the outlook that everybody really should have (laughs) yes and I think we really need each other yes and we need to support each other in that way yeah by by balancing all the awful things that we hear you know with the good COVID-19 can be cured. I mean, they're having a vaccine now. Yes. We're on the uphill. Good woman. That's and it. we have gained resistance from our last bout. Yeah. Yeah. So you're positive about the vaccine, positive about the year ahead. Hey, one last thing, Peg, before we do yes. go. Would you leave the old body to science? Uh, absolutely, I would. I'll tell you what, you are the type of woman I like, that's for sure. Peg McManus, you're a tonic. Thank you for joining me on the show today. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. That's the wonderful Peg McManus there. And she she had some amount of followers when she was doing those wee videos, I have to say, earlier on in the year. You're with Christmas in Fingal on LMFM Radio, Phoenix FM and Near FM on the show today. Now we move on with another guest and it's David Daly. He is the Social Inclusion Disability Development Officer, that's a big title, with Fingal County Council. Good afternoon, David. Good afternoon, Jerry. How are you? Good. Thanks for joining me on the show. Tell us about the programmes you run uh, in the uh, social inclusion disability area. Um, well, just uh, some of the um, 
um, the sports the, with the sports officers that we have, some of the the, the main and um, the main programs for older adults we would have would be the aqua aerobics and the sports link, and the National Aquatic Centre, and in Port Marnock. And we'd have uh, Nordic walking and pitch and put workshop and go for life activities as also. And um, and um, I suppose um, there with the FAI and combined with the FAI and ourselves, we do a walking football program. So these these would be held in various venues uh, throughout Fingal, um, in Dublin 15, North County Dublin, um, the Swords area, and also in the Holt area as well. Okay, so you've a lot going on. So how do you adapt then? Because that is out and about in person in normality. What have you done to overcome the challenges to uh, to uh, enable your programs to continue? Um, it has been quite challenging, all right. But um, like, but like everyone else, we've had to adapt, and um, we we will we provide um, some um, online activities now at the moment. Um, so our DigiFit for all. Um, and our Fingal Home Fit uh, are some online programs that we we provide at the moment. Um, the, uh, these are available on the um, uh, Learning Fingal site and the DigiFit for All sessions. And the, the Fingal Home Fit are thirty minute fit uh, fitness video sessions, uh, and they're suitable for all levels of ability and delivered by qualified coaches. So how do people access those who may not have been part of the programmes in, in recent uh, months? How do you uh, find out more about them online? Um, well, online you can go to the, the Fingal, Learning Portal, Fingal Learning Portal. So that's uh, learning.fingal.ie and that's on the Be Active at Home, uh, Fingal Home Fit. And our DigiFit for All sessions are also on our learning.fingal um, website as well. Um, yeah, so um, so that's where they are there, and it is important a yeah. message to get across: being active, no matter how little you do every day, it's so important at, at all ages, but especially as we age. Of course, definitely, and and and, and even just getting out, it's supposed for a bit of fresh air, um, thirty minutes, getting out, going for a walk, finding someone, um, someone in your family. I suppose at the moment, it, it, it probably is quite challenging at the moment now that you can't get out in our in our usual groups, like the the Nordic walking groups, they would usually have um, uh, groups of people who would who do like the walking together. Mm. But um, I suppose, like if you look at all the lovely parks we have around the Fingal area, yes, it's a favourite of mine, uh, Malahoyd, uh, Newbridge, over in Donna Base, like, like get out. Beautiful. And the beaches. Look at the coastline you have. Exactly, Jerry. yeah. Yeah, most wonderful coastline as well to walk and wonderful beaches and all those parks. I've been to them many times myself and wonderful, wonderful resources on your doorstep there and right on our doorsteps here in the northeast. But with the 5K, well, we have to stay put, it looks like, for from tomorrow for another while. David, you're doing great. Thank you for joining us on the show. Thanks very much for having me, Jerry. All the best. Not at all. You're welcome. David Daly, Social Inclusion Disability Development Officer with Fingal County Council. Now, still to come on the show, I can't wait to meet her now. I really can't. Louise Edmonds will be with us in a wee while. We'll also be talking to the Mayor of Fingal, Councillor David Healy, and Terry McCoy, formerly of the Red Bank and Scaries, and author of St. Patrick's Plate is with us. And Terry has given us, and Fingal County Council, five copies of his wonderful book. I have the book. It's brilliant. It's a cookery book, and it's... 
it's more besides I have to say if you're tracing the journey of St. Patrick in Ireland would you like a copy of the book here's the question for you there is an island off the coast of Skerries with a famous lighthouse on it what is the name of that island the island off the coast of Skerries with a famous lighthouse on it for the book St. Patrick's Plate text or WhatsApp your answers in now to 086-1800-658 that's 086-1800-658 WhatsApp me your name details and the answer to that question the island with the lighthouse off the coast of Skerries what's its name let's have some wonderful music I'm glad to say I met him here in face in studio on a couple of occasions before he passed it's the wonderful Sonny Knowles songs from years ago there wasn't one we didn't know the singer's voice was soft and low the lights came on we didn't know That we were the only couple on the floor that night. The music stopped, but you still held me tight. I held your body close to mine. Your eyes were closed. And so were mine I fell in love with you once more Just like a million times before But you still held me tight Then I awoke, I was alone My dreams like you have come and gone Tonight I'll hold you one more time And dream your eyes are closed like mine Yes, Mr. Sonny Knowles, the window cleaner himself with us on this uh, Fingal Christmas special. Yes, Christmas in Fingal on LMFM Radio, Phoenix FM and Near FM this afternoon, the 30th of December, tomorrow, Christmas or New Year's Eve, should I say. Can you believe it? We won't be 
sad to say goodbye, will we, to 2020. That is for sure. Now, uh, the competition today, I have five copies of uh, Terry McCoy's book, St. Patrick's Plate, to give away. The question is, what is the famous island off the coast of Skerries with a lighthouse on it? It's a famous island with a lighthouse. What is the name of that island for a copy of the book? 086-1800-658 by WhatsApp or text, and they're flying into us there as we speak. Now, we're moving on in the show, and we're going to have a chat with the most important man in Fingal. He is the mayor of Fingal, Councillor David Healy. Hello, David. Hi, good afternoon. You are the most important man. Do you feel like the most I'm important not, I'm man? I'm not the most important man, definitely not. No. <laughs> Come on, David. You have, you have the chains. You have the chains, haven't you? I have the chains, but I have the chains to, to represent the, 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 the entire county. Good man. Um, so it's, it's a kind of a formal position um, yeah. and, and a way of, of expressing the, the, the collective. I take it it's a, it's a wonderful honour to be mayor of the council. It is an honour, yeah. It's... it's um, Normal circumstances, it's, it's a great pleasure to, to have a chance to get involved in all of the things happening, you know, th- throughout the county um, and all of the organisations, um, you know, who are inviting you to, to participate in, in, their, in their major events and, and those kinds of things. Yeah. And, and you know today this year that that's been mostly online. But. Yes, of course. And 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 I was going to come to that. That is that is the issue with it. Of course, it is an online world that we're operating in today. But look, when you, when you look across the county and the size of it, I was talking about it earlier. Has it stretches? You know, from Castleknock in the south up to Balbriggan in the north, Garristown to Holt. It's a massive, massive area. And and you, of course, ha- are the uh, figurehead for all uh, ages and all peoples in it. And today we're talking about it being an age-friendly county. In your remit as the mayor, how, how high does that, you know, aspect of your council's work rate? I think it's, it's important because it's important that it's something we need to bring into all areas of, of the, the council's activity. Um, now, we've had kind of particularly good examples from Scaries as, as they, they kind of led the, led the way in, in many respects, but it's something which as a council, we're trying to introduce into, into to all aspects of the, the council's work. And I think people are particularly conscious of the, the, the work we're doing about around um, mobility, um, around pu- the, the public realm and, uh, you know, streets and, and, and public places and, and making them age-friendly in, in particular. So that's kind of the, the core of it. And, uh, and that's something which obviously applies throughout the, the entire county. And you are a, a Green Party uh, member and, of course, in government, your your uh, party are at this point in time. And we do know, like, unless you're, well, if you're on another planet, you might be a little bit better off. This planet of ours has been bombarded and hit left, right and centre by major events because of mankind's uh, inability to recognise Mother Nature and the future of this planet for future generations. Is that a big part of your, you know, you know, you too and bringing that philosophy to bear on your work? Absolutely. As, as a council, I suppose we've, you know, developed an emphasis on climate change, uh, which uh, at the moment is, is now very strong. Um, but also other aspects of, of, uh, of uh, our relationship with the natural world. So biodiversity and, and uh, water quality and pre- protecting our, our rivers and, and the seas. Uh, but the, the climate change side, we've, we've got a, a climate change action plan and uh, annual reporting on the various actions. As, as we play our part in this enormous transition which we need to make as a society 
away from using fossil fuels and uh, restoring our ecosystems so, so that they, they're reabsorbing the, the, the carbon. Um, so we, we're seeing all these changes that we need to make as a council uh, because effectively, you know, it's often described as something that individuals need to deal with or government needs to deal with. It, it, it's every organisation needs, needs to deal with it. And a local authority has a lot of influence on the local use of, of uh, greenhouse gas emissions. Our own emissions are, are small enough, you know, around 1%, 1% of the, the, the county's emissions. But the influence that the council's decisions have on the rest of the emissions in the county is, is pretty substantial. Yeah. So we're working on, on both of those fronts. Well, and that is great to hear because uh, it's uh, something I'm passionate about myself and I understand uh, what we've done to this little uh, planet in the solar system that we live on and hopefully the penny will drop even to a greater extent over the coming uh, months and years with the people like yourselves and you're in a position of influence uh, to make a real difference, David. Listen, thank you for joining me on the show today. Happy New Year to you and all councillors and everybody in Fingal. It's great to catch a word with you on this special show today. Thanks very much. Happy New Year to you too and all the listeners. Take care of yourself. That's uh, Councillor David Healy there, Green Party Mayor of Fingal, speaking to us uh, this afternoon on the special show Christmas in Fingal, coming to you on LMFM Radio and, of course, Near FM and Phoenix FM. We move on on the show and uh, we have another couple of guests to talk to. And I, I have to say, I was looking forward to talking to Louise Edmonds, but now I'm in awe of this lady. Louise, hello. Uh, good afternoon, Jerry. Well, afternoon. I'll tell you something. You have been built up and built up by successive guests on this show today. So uh, be warned, be warned, Louise. Jerry, all I can say is I hope you're not disappointed. You won't. All I do is my job. You know? Ah, but you know what? You do your job brilliantly. I want to tell listeners, you are the age-friendly coordinator for Fingal. Now, will you tell us a, a little bit about a few aspects of you and what you do that I, I've picked out today? Um, you've been involved in this yourself for a number of years. Uh, tell us about your background in this. OK, basically, I'm a community worker for the last 30 years with Fingal County Council. And then about 11 years ago, we became an age-friendly county and um, that was under the remit of Edna Mallon and I worked alongside her for 10 years. I suppose age-friendly Fingal became really a good, strong age-friendly county back in 2011 and we have grown and developed since. We are now part of, um, I suppose, with the World Health Organization. We work very closely with them in ensuring that how we work is all done in a consultative manner. We don't assume things. We try our very best to work with people on the ground and ask them the questions and then try and address their needs. So by doing that, we are addressing the needs of the older person from their point of view, not from us thinking what they might need. Now, Louise, there are people listening to us today who say that's all well and fine, but I'm feeling lonely today. I'm feeling isolated. The radio is great company for me, all right. Surely we want to get the message across that feeling like that, you don't have to feel like that. You shouldn't be feeling like that. Absolutely, Jerry. I mean, there are so many ways now that we can all keep in touch. Um, The last year has, has been... But it has been a tough one for every single one of us. It doesn't matter what age you are. It's put restrictions on every single one of us. And all I can say to people is, 
if you have a phone, make a phone call. If you don't have a phone, talk to one of your neighbours and we will make sure you get a phone. That you're not going to be left isolated. And we have a, a digital solutions pro- project in Fingal. People can get um, access to the phones if they need them. So they are never going to be isolated. There's lots of projects, lots of ways that we can connect with people. There's numerous ways that we can encourage them to get out and about within the safety of their own gardens, within the safety of their own communities, and link in with people, and then we'll get you the help that you need. If we don't know about you, we can't help you. So my big thing today would be, please get in touch with us. There are lots of phone numbers, and Jerry, I hope that you will be pushing our phone number for our 1-800 number as soon as this is over, because that's the immediate way to get in touch with Fingal County Council. Give that number now, please. It is 1-800-459-059. Okay, that's great. And we'll bang that number. Yeah, Yeah. there's also the numbers for alone and friends of the elderly. If you link in with Fingal County Council, then make sure you get the right person. But if people want to get in touch with myself, if they contact that number, the the Fingal County Council number, and leave a message, I'll get back to them. Okay, that's great. So that number again, folks, if you're listening today, just to repeat it, is 1-800-459-059. That's 1-800-459-059. Tell me about this interesting Kaleidoscope project. Oh, gosh. Uh, the Kaleidoscope project is an intergenerational project that we set up. Uh, Jacinta Lowndes is the manager of Dunbase Community Centre. She is a fantastic woman altogether. Um so myself and ourselves were watching a programme at home a number of years ago. It was the Channel 4 um, intergenerational project on all the people in nursing homes and children from the schools going in to talk to the people in the nursing homes. And we have an older person's group out in, in Donna Base, Active Age for All. I wouldn't call them older. They are all just 55 plus like myself. So what they do is they have a fantastic group out there. There's about 230 people registered in their group. And myself and Jacinta Lowndes texting at night time said, look, that'd be a great group to run. So Kaleidoscope was born. And what it is, is the, the Bright Sparks Play School in Donabase and older people from the Donabase area, which turned out mostly to be ladies, older ladies. We did want gentlemen as well, but they kind of started and then they faded away. But it turned out to be the grannies, because the children called them the grannies. And I have to say, what happened was beyond my wildest dream, because what you could see uh, on, on a daily basis was the connections that were that were bonding between older people and these young little children of yes. two and three. Um, telling stories to each other. Then one instance was uh, a lady was out doing her shopping in Donabase and a little child tipped her on the arm and said, hello, Granny. And with that, was she was one of the grannies that comes into the Kaleidoscope project. And therefore, that, lady, that, that child's mother, who was in New Irish, was able to build up conversations and now they're very much linking in with each other. Oh, so it's, it's just breaking down loneliness and isolation for lots of people. It's, it's building up new connections and it's just a very easy way to get people to talk to each other. Yes. It also takes away the fear of younger people and older people not mixing. Because sometimes if, if an older person sees a group of teenagers 
at the side of a wall, they might feel a bit nervous. But through intergenerational projects, you can break down those barriers and they start saying hello to each other. Yeah. Sharing information with each other. I mean, even when it comes to the new tablets and new smartphones, there's fantastic projects right across this country that um, are intergenerational projects where younger children are teaching older people how to use the, the, their new smartphones and their tablets. And it's just, it's a way forward that's really good and it's, um, yeah, that's definitely a feather in my cap. It's a fantastic project. And there are more besides uh, Acorn Project, Technology and oh. Nursing Homes and the Walkability Studies. that We could just talk for them for the day. But I will come back to this in my own right, I promise you, down the road in the new year on my mm-hmm. late lunch show. But I want to thank you for joining me today. You're not as good as they built you up to be. And I just <laughs> want to say kind. that to you. Louise, Happy New Year to you and continued and you, success. You and yours. Thank you very much. Take care yes, of yourself. Bye-bye. 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 That's Bye-bye. Louise Edmonds there, age-friendly coordinator with uh, Fingal County Council we're nearly there the two hours have flown by but we're not quite finished yet because I want to say hello to a man who has fed the nation for years joined me last year on the publication of his wonderful book St Patrick's Plate and it's a catch up with him for me I want to say good afternoon today to Terry McCoy hello Terry Hi, and a happy new year to you. How are and you? I'm good, and many happy returns to you too. Well, Terry, from we met, be the Lord God has in this world turned upside down. Yes, yes. How well, are you getting on? Yes, well, you know, I've, I've kept very busy uh, <coughs> during it. Uh, it. It's an awful thing. You wouldn't think at our age we'd have to be faced with this. Mm. <coughs> but luckily, I know how to cook, and I know how to forage, and I know how to go out into hedgerows and get all sorts of kind of food for free and that and seaweed and stuff. And I'm kind of very interested in all of that kind of thing. <laughs> so I, I kept very busy, really. Yeah. Good man yourself. And by God, you were busy as we were talking last year in that kitchen for years and years. The book and the whole website, St. Patrick's Plate, it's it's just moved on nicely, hasn't it, for you, despite the difficulties? Yes, it, ha- it has. And it actually has spawned the possibility of a show up and down Patrick where Patrick was buried uh, they're talking about doing a, a Bunratty type uh, banquet up there um, on the life and times of St. Patrick Brilliant. and using some recipes from the book so it, it, it goes on and on. Yes. It does. It, it's taken on a life of its own and there's more, I'm sure, uh, to come from St. Patrick's Plate. Tell us this, for a man who's spent the, the greater part of his life or the whole, nearly the whole of his life in the Fingal area there in Skerries on the coast, when you reflect on, on the place now from you came there or you know became prominent in it first, what, what are your thoughts around that? Well, it, 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 it was always such a, a lovely place I always thought the Skerries people tried to keep it a bit of a secret and didn't mm. uh, brag about it too much. <clears throat> but it had the, all the advantages of the sea and the land. And like the title of uh, Fingal, I think it is Flursha is Talavismara, the richness of the sea and the land. And we have both the farming, you know, uh, it's it, uh, Fingal, uh, North County Dublin, anyway, is said to be the basket of Dublin. Yes. And we grow a lot of vegetables here. So there's a great deal of interest in, in, in farming. And then, of course, the fishermen of Balbriggan, Skerries and uh, Loch Shinny. And, of course, Holt uh, always kept us well supplied with fish. So we had 
really a very rich larder to, to choose from. No wonder Terry always looks so well all your life, no matter what. You're eating the best produce on your doorstep, fishing it from the sea. Sure, life couldn't get much better, to be honest with you. But when you mentioned those areas, I remember being a young lad and being on a bread delivery from Peter Lyons's bread in the uh, Fingal area. I was on a bread run there. It was one of my first little jobs, summertime. Yeah. And, you know, when you mentioned Loch Shinny, the harbour well, there, it's just isn't so lovely. it? Just lovely, isn't Going it? down the hill, too. Yes. Looking out at the sea, yeah. Oh, magical. Like yeah. all those towns along there, you know, Lusk and Donabade, Mal- you have Malahide there, Port Marnock up to, you know, right up yourself, Scary's well bringing it. Uh, oh, look, yes. it's such a beautiful, beautiful part of the world. So look at this life after the long years of sweat in the kitchen, Terry. Lots there, of life. Uh, there is, but I must say I enjoyed every bit of it and as you say it was hard work mm. and sweat but I reckon I never worked a day in my life I just enjoyed what I was doing <laughs> so I, I was very fortunate like that yes. very fortunate yes, to yes. a career that I enjoyed and it was fortunate too that it worked out financially you know that we could survive for 36 years or something like that in the restaurant <clears throat> so it was good yeah oh, look you've had uh... I have a great uh, uh, tenant has taken over the yeah. lease in the restaurant and he is uh, it's now called Potage and uh, he's a North County Dublin man uh, Carl Reynolds uh, uh, Carl Leonard from from uh, just nearby in, in Rush yes and Sarah Ryan was from around yeah Oak they continue area. there that's yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah and they're doing great and they uh, are they are now of course they could do without mm, this pandemic I know I know. Couldn't everybody, yeah. Oh, everybody, Terry. Indeed, and we could. Anyway, look, we offered five copies of your book to the listeners and we've been inundated, as they say, with people looking for copies. And I'm going to read the winners. Uh, they got a right. Rockabill. You know the island off Scary's there yes. with the lighthouse on it. Rockabill was the answer I was looking for. There were other answers as well, but it was Rockabill I was looking for. Lily Kenny, Richard Burke, Donald Rice... Lola Skelly and Pauline Bolger there's books for you and we'll make the arrangements when we're back here early in the new year and you love it St Patrick's Plate cook the recipes read the story and follow this man Terry McGoy Terry happy new year happy new year happy new, and happy new year to all your listeners Terry thank you indeed talk to you in bye. the new year take care bye, Terry bye 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 that's Terry McCoy there formerly of the Red Bank many people would know him and author of St Patrick's Plate well We're almost finished in Fingal for Christmas this year. And I want to say a big thank you to all our guests who joined us on the show today. To Jerry McDermott especially. Thank you, Jerry, for putting this whole thing together. You were wonderful, really wonderful. To Eamon Doyle, who's been with me for the last couple of hours producing the show. Thanks indeed, Eamon. And to all of you who were in touch with us through the last couple of hours. And to our listeners especially on Phoenix FM and Near FM. Lovely to talk to you this holiday time. May I wish you all the very best for 2021 have a good new year and as one of our guests earlier on said things are looking up despite the darkness of the hour at the moment the vaccine is here and it will be distributed over the coming weeks and months that's it for Christmas 2020 special Christmas in Fingal from Jerry Kelly I'll be back with late lunch next Monday take care of yourselves happy new year everybody bye bye
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At Bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to Bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.